1: I'm going to be speaking now with a person I adore, and I've had on the show many times in the course of my career, one of the clearest thinkers writing. He's a freedom scholar at the Foundation for Defense of Democracies, the author of many books of his own. Now this you'll find, I think, of particular interest. His last book, The Field of Fight, How We Can Win the Global War Against Radical Islam and Its Allies, which obviously is particularly relevant today. Was written co-authored with a man named Michael Flynn. My, the man that I have on the phone is Michael LeDeen. Michael, welcome back.
2: Thank you, Dennis. Good to be with you.
1: You're one of those, however, that I generally talk to when something terrible happens in the world. At, at least on the air, not not privately. <laughs> <laughs> Other than that, we get to talk about your love of Italy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I, let uh, let me be personal for a moment, and you'll be as personal as, as you feel comfortable being, but I I assume you developed a certain camaraderie with Michael Flynn writing a book with him. Indeed. So I assume this whole saga right now must pain
2: you. Oh, yeah, it kills me. Uh, and... And of course, uh, following the so-called news coverage, uh, the Flynn I read about and hear about on uh, radio, television, newspapers, and so on is not the Flynn I know. It's a made-up person.
1: I know. I it's it's. I, I've been thinking about you a lot with the whole Michael Flynn issue. Uh, why don't you just give everybody a little brief bio of of the of the Michael Flynn you know? And that, and that indeed the country knew, and why President Trump appointed him.
2: Well, he's a great military hero, lieutenant general, three stars. Uh, the last job he held before briefly serving as national security advisor to Trump was the director of the Defense Intelligence Agency. And before that, uh, he had worked for General McChrystal, uh, in Iraq and Afghanistan, uh, fighting bad guys, and in the course of that work, uh, revolutionized American intelligence, changed the way we do battlefield intelligence, and the defeat of Al Qaeda in Iraq and the successes that we had against Taliban in Afghanistan are due. In no small part to the revolution that he brought about in intel, and, and it's easy to summarize. Uh, Pre Flynn, uh, the people would go out on the battlefield, capture enemies, interrogate them, send the results of the interrogation back up the chain of command to some guy wearing multiple stars on his shoulders back in Washington. That person would then Analyze it, have it analyzed, decide what to do, uh, send orders back down the chain of command, and then it would reach the battlefield, and they would do it. And that process was, at best, days and usually weeks. And that wasn't good enough in this kind of war. It had to be speeded up. So Flynn basically eliminated the top level in that process, and had our interrogators on the battlefield communicate directly uh, by computer uh, with with analysts and with people who could give orders. And that would be turned around in a matter of hours. and uh, and and we wiped out al Qaeda in Iraq because uh, we were so fast, and we could get to new targets uh, so quickly that they hadn't a chance to escape or to figure out what lies to tell to us. And it just dramatically improved our our intelligence capabilities. Uh, this made him a lot of enemies in the intelligence community and the policy-making community, because all those guys with stars on their shoulders uh, were now cut out of this action, and they wanted to be there. But there wasn't time for them. so. Uh, so they've been angry at him ever since, and the, this goes back ten, fifteen years now. So they went after him when he was head of DIA and got him fired. And when he became next- wait, wait,
1: wait. Let's talk about that for a moment. The, the, when was he fired from the Defense Intelligence Agency?
2: Uh, do I remember? 2012, maybe.
1: So this uh, obviously it was under President Obama. Yes. Who appointed him? Obama, which I th- I don't think most people know.
2: Yeah, Obama appointed him, and then he st- then he he went after DIA, trying to bring about the same kinds of changes and efficiencies uh, that he had on the battlefield under McChrystal, uh, and then he made a big mistake. He was under oath, testified to Congress, and uh, Obama had been saying that we were a lot safer now than we had been in the past and so forth. And somebody on this committee asked Flynn, are we safer now? And he said no. And that got the president angry.
1: Right. So what you're depicting is a courageous man who, who went against the, the tide.
2: Yes. Uh, never hesitated going against the tide. Never hesitated in using lower-ranking people instead of higher-ranking people, if uh, some second lieutenant had something to say, Flynn wanted to hear it, and if some captain was better than some colonel on the battlefield, he wanted to use them.
1: How did Donald Trump come to, uh, or how did he come to Donald Trump's attention?
2: Uh, During the the, uh, primaries, uh, most of the major Republican candidates uh, wanted to talk to Flynn and ask him questions about intel and about the war and about radical Islam and so forth and he talked to all of them and when all the blood had stopped flowing Trump was left and Trump liked him and Trump brought him on to his campaign
1: he is in trouble now for uh, not revealing or not telling the truth to Mike Pence by the vice president and because he didn't report uh, hundreds of thousand dollars earned uh, from the Turkish government. Is that that fair to say?
2: Uh, I'm not sure about that second part. I mean, his company had a consulting contract with a Dutch company, which is said, and I don't really know the facts here, uh, which is said to have been uh, close to the Turkish government. So it's at least Uh, if he was indeed taking money from the Turkish government, it was two steps away.
1: Right. So what is your take about what is happening to him?
2: Well, uh, they've constructed uh, this fantasy of Flynn. Uh, First of all, he was supposed to have been a big buddy of Putin's. And he famously went to a conference in Moscow, uh, at which he sat next to Putin at lunch. And uh, people thought that was some kind of big scandal, and they said, aha, here's this guy. He's an advisor to Trump. Uh, and he's sitting next to Putin. He's talking to Putin. And I would always said to them, look, if your business was understanding America's enemies in the world and you had a chance to go to Moscow and talk to top Russians, uh, you would be obliged to go, wouldn't you? I mean, that's your job. That's what you're supposed to do. So, he, of course, he went. He had to go. And he was having conversations here in Washington with the Russian ambassador as well. Well, he should do that, too. So, as far as I can tell, all he did a series of things that he should have done. He may have screwed up some paperwork in uh, declaring clients of his company, but if you're going to start uh, prosecuting people for that in Washington, let me tell you, uh, the list is going to be thousands. Well, it could be. Uh, it could.
1: It, I've, I believe it could be just about anybody. If the government wants to get you, it gets you. It's this. No, you would have had to have lived in, in a monastery. Right. Uh, and uh, so I. I don't know Michael Flynn at all. I never spoke to him, but. Uh, I'm a big believer in the moral bank account theory, that we make deposits in a moral bank account like we do in a bank account in a bank. And he made a lot of moral uh, deposits in his time as a general. And I'm going to continue. If you have questions for Michael Ledeen, who actually uh, co-authored a book with Michael Flynn, which came out just about two years ago, I would say, or 18 months ago. I'm a fighter, as you may well know, my friends. America is in a civil war. AMAC is on the conservative side. And unlike AARP, which is on the other side, you get the great benefits. But you're also fighting for causes that you, if you are a conservative, endorse. They have over a million members. there are for truly making America great again. Join AMAC if you're over 50. And the, the amount of health uh, insurance benefits, hotels, restaurants, I mean, it, it pays for your $59 for five years. That's, that's $11 a year. It's, it's, a, it's, pretty, uh, it's pretty minimal. Uh, there's a banner for AMAC up my website, or 888-262-2006, 888-262-2006. I am uh, speaking with Michael Ledeen, and not Levine, Ledeen, Ledeen with a D, longtime colleague, friend, and interviewee on this program. His books are terrific. And uh, wouldn't you know it, but he co authored his last book with Michael Flynn. And as I, I knew he would say, I'm sure that this is eating him up. Uh, that is, Michael Ledeen is being eaten up because he knows. Th- the, the man as a man and how much he has done for this country. And uh, I, I you know who uh, you know who I, I am sorry sorry to say I have all these images of uh, of um, who was the guy under Bush uh, that they got uh, Libby yeah, Scooter, Libby. Yeah,
2: Scooter, Scooter Libby. Libby yeah
1: yeah this is what this reminds me of <laughs> any any thoughts on that.
2: Yeah, well, in fact, it may turn out that uh, that whole Pence story is a Scooter lippi story. That is, FBI may have called him up in the middle of the night and asked him questions, and he may have failed to answer one or more of those questions with 100% accuracy. It happens. Well, in this world that we live in, and, is, and especially in Washington, D.C., uh, that's a crime. You can be prosecuted for that. And, and when people say, well, why is he talking about taking the Fifth Amendment and doesn't want to testify to Congress and so on, that's the answer. Because, uh, because no matter how good you are and no matter how pure you are, uh, if you get asked questions in those settings and, right. you, and you give an answer that's a little bit off, right, you're risking jail right it's, but but it's really right
1: crazy. and and there was no uh, the press didn't go crazy when the head of the IRS uh, pleaded the fifth right that that was a non issue uh, on, on something so infinitely more injurious to our democracy the use of the government to suppress dissent <laughs> but that that was you know that just went into the uh what is what is lenin's phrase the um the garbage heap of history. Yeah, the dustbin of history. The dustbin of history, exactly. All right, well, uh, by the way, one one final question, and then I want to get to the terror issue, because after all, that is what you among your specialties and what you wrote the book with Michael Flynn about. The, the whole notion of, I mean, you know him, and I have to say I, I don't know him, but the notion that this man would, quote-unquote, collude with the Russians... It's so bizarre to me.
2: Well, these are all people who never bothered to read the book. You know, if you read Field of Fight, you will see that he calls Putin an enemy and and describes him as evil. So, you know, these crazy journalists would call me up and say, well, what, you know, how do you think Flynn and Putin communicate, get along, and so on. And I said, "Read it, read what he says. He, he declares Putin to be our enemy. Uh, Putin's on the other side of okay. uh, the Okay, Michael Ledeen, war.
1: I will bet you another... Um, what was Thurber? What uh, breed was your dog, Thurber? Airedale. An Airedale. I will bet you a, a farm of Airedales that there was nobody at the Times or Post who read the book.
2: Oh, I'm not taking that bet. <laughs> 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 you know... That's work. Why should they work? Yes, exactly. When they have some guy on the other
1: end of the telephone who tells them what to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly right. All right, so uh, let me ask you. I had uh, one of your colleagues, actually. Uh, it's totally uh, ironic, but it's understandable, from the Foundation for Defense of Democracies, uh, David Gartenstein Ross. I had him on the first hour. Right. So I'm going to pose a question to you that I posed to him. What what is the ultimate aim of all of these terrorist attacks in Europe and America?
2: Uh, to destroy us.
1: And and but how do you destroy us by by killing twenty kids here and thirty kids there?
2: Well, after a while, the the uh, the, the bad guys think that we will collapse and that we will surrender, and they will impose Sharia law and they will make us part of the global caliphate. That's easy.
1: Well, that's interesting. So, well, it may be easy for you to say, but it, it's uh, it's sort of like believing that you'll get 72 virgins if you murder people in this world. Uh, they, I believe that Europe is collapsing, but I don't believe... Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe maybe the terrorists are right, and you're right about what they think. They think what they'll say. Okay, whatever you want, just stop killing us. Is that is that what they think will happen? Yes. Do you think that will happen? No. Right. So, what do you think will happen?
2: Uh, well, I think we we will uh, we the West will keep making more and more space for them and uh, tolerate uh, their madnesses uh, until it finally reaches a point where we yell enough already. Uh, There's some editorial in the British press today saying, isn't it time to get angry? Uh, And that's a good question. Yes, it's past time to get angry, and we need to go after them. And one of the great merits of uh, Flynn and of that book, which was a national bestseller, after all, it was number one on the Washington Post bestseller list. Must have driven them crazy. Hmm. Uh, is how to get them, and if you look at uh, Trump's uh, good speech in Riyadh, uh, you will see that a lot of it uh, is strikingly similar to what we wrote in Field of Fight, and that is that we yes we have to go after them militarily, but we also have to go after them ideologically. And we must support uh, moderate Muslims against radical Muslims. And that's the war we're in, and it's a big war.
0: Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells.